this album is really dedicated to humanity and for everything that humanity went through during that pandemic. All the challenges, the people we lost, the people we were deprived to see or, or share pain with, or each and every person had their own struggle. It might be similar to another, but... On this episode of Playtime from Montreal, lead vocalist Tanya Rascala talks about Epic's latest album, Starlight. I'm your host, author, artist, and playwright, W.C. Turk. Janis Joplin and Grace Slick had a heavy metal child. Would that child be Montreal and Lebanon's homegirl, Tanya Rizkala? We shall see. Tanya what, is the what? lead vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> if Janis Joplin and Grace Slick had a heavy metal child, would that child be Montreal and Lebanon's homegirl, Tanya Rizkala? Oh my God. That, that, that's like the. Wow, that that's a huge compliment right there. I've <laughs> I've been compared to these awesome ladies, but you know, for you to combine them this way, wow. <laughs> Tanya is the lead vocalist of the metal band Epic. Their new album Starlight is maybe the very definition of rock and roll. The best place to find Epic, at least off stage, is on Facebook at Epic Music Band and at our good friends at Escape Dash Music. Dot com. Tanya Rascala joins me, maybe in sweatpants from Montreal, or maybe she's in leather and sequins ready to jump on stage. We, we may never know, will we, Tanya? Well, I would love to jump on stage. <laughs> I would just love to jump on stage for the time being. I'm just jumping from one couch to the other <laughs> and uh, jumping into the snow. I've been shoveling snow for the past two days. Oh, my God. Well, we've got, uh, I, I think we've got some warm weather coming your way. It's uh, it's going to be close to 50 here in Chicago, and you're right down the barrel from from us for weather. So hopefully that's a that's a harbinger of of better things to come, at least at least for weather. Hopefully, uh-huh. I'm really hoping for it because um, it's 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 also a barrier, you know, uh, uh, to play and move around and yeah. travel. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm starting to be really sick of the snow. And you guys, you guys have been shut out to an even greater extent from from live venues than we have here in the States because of COVID. Isn't that correct? 
I, I would say it was particularly difficult for us, for Epic, because yeah. we are scattered all over the world and we just uh, came out. Well, we just came back to Canada. We, we, we used to travel back and forth. My drummer is, is also American, so he's uh -huh. born in the States and he travels a lot back and forth. But lately we had to come back to, to Canada during a very, uh, a very difficult time for, for Lebanon. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it put a lot of stress on us because we, we were finishing the album during the pandemic and right. then we had to abruptly leave and continue in Canada and start over so a lot of things were happening at the same time so we faced honestly we faced lots of difficulties I had to record wow. eight songs with no air conditioning right next to the Mediterranean Sea with all humidity so a lot of challenges in this album I have to say that's it. and we're going to talk about your Lebanese roots here in, uh, in a little bit. I don't read off of press releases. I'm doing a homework on my guests. I've watched all of your interviews uh, on Lebanese television, and, and I didn't understand a single word. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you it's this It's a story. very hard language to listen to in media and to read. That's one of the things that, that, that I love about, about podcasting. I can, I can ask guests this, the song Alwan, which you sing in Lebanese. Oh, um, oh my is, God. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, we'll play, we'll play a bit here for, for our audience. in Lebanese is there a difference in in pouring all that emotion into Arabic or English or French uh, do you have to pull from a different place for each language or does it all come through the music well as 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 a Lebanese a citizen to start with we, we these are our three official languages so uh -huh, we uh -huh. have a we tend to have a, a facility to jump from one language to the other. And I grew in a home. I was blessed. My father was an English teacher and he was also VP of Middle East Airlines. So uh, he traveled the world and he, he loved the British accent. He spoke with a British accent, and which mm -hmm. I didn't learn. But I do, I do draw from the music for sure. Early on, when we were kids, we speak French more than uh, Lebanese, actually. And the Lebanese dialect mm -hmm. is different than the Arabic language. It, it has been Arabized uh, throughout the, the, the years, a very long time ago. Mm -hmm. So Alwan is, in fact, in Lebanese. Since we speak French at school, and of course, we're, we're exposed to the great French singers, and I've also grew up listening and learning uh, from these people. But uh, so I do respect every language 
the way it's supposed to be sung with the with the right accent. And this is my forte, is that I have a good accent. Um, I have a French accent in French, and I have well, my English is is uh, pretty fine. It's mm -hmm. I. So I do draw to answer your question from the language itself. I respect the language. The emotion comes from the music and the lyrics. How I personally identify with the song. That is if I'm covering. But uh, here, these are my own lyrics. So We, uh, we started the episode with uh, the title track from the new album, Starlight. Uh, the drum opening has an incredible nod to... Def Leppard's Rock of Ages. This is a rockin' album. Before we began, you and I were talking about uh, about your kids playing on, on the album. You're blessed with three very talented kids. Ashera plays acoustic guitar on Can't Get Over You. Alain plays acoustic guitar on Invincible. And Mackay plays the lead guitar solo on Starlight. Is that correct? Yeah. The... The, the first uh, uh, solo, the, the introduction, the, in, uh, the intro solo, I think is uh, Mario playing. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but the, the lead solo, the middle solo is, is definitely Makai, my son. He's, he's exceptional. Thank you. And you're, you're, not, you're not old enough to have a child who can play lead guitar that well, let alone on, <laughs> on an album. I'm 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 truly blessed. I I'm truly blessed, and uh, well, he has an exceptional father and an exceptional teacher, so uh -huh. it, it does uh, it does it does help the matter. <laughs> uh, I'd love the story behind Oriental Breakthrough, uh, in which oh. I think we get a glimpse <laughs> of your future work in in Epic. And is that Mario um, playing uh, playing guitar behind you? Or was that the first time that the two of you worked together? actually one of our first stuff together we, we had songs on the side yeah. but that was mind you i'm not going to be pretentious about it but we are the first people to tackle uh, middle eastern rock and oriental breakthrough came out way before and we launched these songs uh, an ep of like 10 songs mm -hmm. that we released mm -hmm. online in 2007 although these songs were were composed in uh, early 90s mm -hmm. And mind you, five of these songs were at once in the Asian top 10 world music. We launched, we mixed, we mastered, what have you. And we still generate more money from these songs internationally from countries that I wouldn't believe they would listen to that kind of music, especially the song Rubama, which mm -hmm. means maybe in English. Uh, more money than our 
last album <laughs> that made us more rock stars, if you will. I'm hoping that one day we we get to give these songs more uh, what they're worth. Um, and I, I think I think the international consciousness about uh, about international music, not just music sung in English. Rock and Johnny Bergen is is a dear dear friend of the show. He's got uh, he he talks about international blues. He connects with 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 blues artists all over the world. I've got a dear, dear friend in Saudi Arabia who is an exceptional blues guitarist. I, I think the internet is is bringing us all a little bit closer together. And then I think I think that this white American English hegemony on uh, on music is is loosened. And I think that's a very, very good thing. I, I, uh, just just my, my little aside. I would, yeah, I would add to what you said. Um, yeah. Well, Richie Blackmore, he did tackle a lot of... Uh, yes. Uh, if you listen closely, he had a lot of, what do we call, the minor... Um, he, he had, if you notice in, in old Deep Purple stuff, there's, he, he, was, he was like find, trying to find something mm -hmm. there. Uh, Mario also plays the oud, which is a, and he he played the oud in, in in these songs. Wow! And I I do sing the quarterly notes as well. So it, with us, it comes naturally. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I I was raised to sing uh, Um Kultum or Abdul Wahab, if you know these these mm -hmm. greats uh, uh, from Egypt as mm -hmm. well, and Asmahan, mm -hmm. who's half half from our country, and and Feruz, and I've I've learned to adore. I don't know if you've heard this kind of music, um, uh, Sudani music. Yes, it's, yeah, we we, uh, we we just we just featured a a Sudanese artist on the on the on the radio show. It is blues. So I have no words, no nothing else to add to add. It's where music came from. It's it's the it's the origin. Absolutely. It's the origin of us. And and it's it's where it's where music came from. You know, we've we've done shows on the history of music where we've gone back through the the influences of of American jazz and American blues, back through slave spirituals and and taking it taking that through the Caribbean and from Africa and and the work Absolutely. to call repeat songs and and all the all those beautiful things that harken back to to that commonality that we all share in music. We keep referring to Mario, but, but we, I think we need to introduce Mario Augustine, who's, uh, who's your guitar player, who's a wonderful, an amazing guitar player. As a matter of fact, I had your album in, in the car this morning when I, when I took my wife to work. I turned it on for a moment, the layers and the sound, the energy. I, I thought I was listening to Boston. Uh, until you know, un until uh, it, went a, it went a few chords in, uh, and and then and and then your voice opened up, and it was just it was just powerful. So I wanted to give kudos to to Mario and his playing, but also uh, you add to that the powerhouse drumming of Sahil uh, Mukadem. He's our backbone. Uh, and then you 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 change change bass players. For oh my album. God! Haven't we changed bass players? <laughs> I think this. This is this this drama. I think it's I I think it's common to a lot of bands. I don't know why. What what's the deal with bass players? <laughs> Be, because I I think bass players are originally born into the jazz genre. Like all my past bass players, they love jazz and they're yeah. sessionists and they travel a lot. So we kept changing when we uh, played in in in, in uh, HRH. We had a second bass player and then the the second. H 
HRH, we had a third base player as a guest, of course. Mm-hmm. And now uh, to have Chris Childs, I mean, my God, you know. He, he rounds I you guys mean, out nicely, but out. but to your point, uh, John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin was a session player and and really came to, to Led Zeppelin very reluctantly. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah, yeah. But it's really, you know, I, I'm a theater guy. I talk about energy all the time. And, and those... They, those those groups of people come together at a very specific time with a very specific relationship, and it's really it's really like this multi this multi personal marriage, and you you sort of have to work through in order to find that precise fit in in order in most of you guys are spending. Uh, how much time together traveling and 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 recording and writing and everything rehearsing uh, the life of a musician you give your whole life in, in and 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 people you you should have been a doctor you should have been an engineer why are you playing music it doesn't pay the bills it doesn't and nobody knows the pressure the hours the the writing the fighting uh, <laughs> yeah. the the arguing yeah. no i want this the arguing <laughs> Like, for instance, I'll give you an example with Invincible. So Mario starts that. He always loves to give bass players. Um, mm-hmm. He always mm-hmm. likes to play with bass players side by side and do soloing together. And so he gives that intro to the to the bass instrument. He always comes up with the, with the general idea, you know. He's the main composer. So he has that first vision. And then he had the singing melody. And I said, uh-uh. I don't like that singing melody. It's it's just you've given such a powerful intro. I want something more powerful with that with my voice. No, you're not. Yes, I'm changing. I'm just, <laughs> and I changed the melody, and I just the lyrics all over. And Invincible is one of my babies. is dedicated to humanity and this the songs were there right after like a phoenix came out in 2016 but life came in you're probably gonna have a question about that so i'm not gonna ask i'm not gonna go into it why the gap but the the album came together really and the songs came together because we finally had the time to uh, to sit and finish it but the the skeleton was already there besides that life came uh, came in this album is really dedicated to humanity and for everything that it, humanity went through 
during that pandemic. All the challenges, the people we lost, the people we were deprived to see or or share pain with, or yeah. each and every person had their own struggle. It might be similar to another, but some people really had to live a lockdown by themselves. Yeah. How harsh is that? Yeah. Uh, some family came together. Uh, some families came together. Uh, some families divorced because of it. Some mm-hmm. families got separated. A lot of stories there. Yeah. And we also, the pandemic started two months following a, a revolution in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. So Invincible is dedicated, well, a lot of songs, if you know, it's Hold On, mm-hmm. uh, Invincible, Face mm-hmm. the Storm, which is more personal to me. Carry On, it, always a message of facing your hardships and moving on, moving mm-hmm. on with strength and power and hope and courage and, and um, positivity. You are uh, Lebanese. I saw in a post that you wrote this, you're the voice, don't give in, don't give up. This fight's not done. You said that Epic's uh, Like a Phoenix is dedicated to the rise of your Phoenix Lebanon and its tenacious, resilient people. Were you... You're, you're going to make me... I can't believe that you went through all that trouble and you really researched. Thank you. It means the world. Wonderful. And, and are are you from, are you from Beirut or from somewhere outside of Beirut? No, I'm, I'm, I'm from the core of Beirut. I'm from Sidon, which is the capital of Phoenicia. So a lot of history in, 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 in Lebanon, but I don't have any roots in, in, in Sidon. I don't have anything left there. So mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm... And so you've, you've referenced the, the, the 2020 uh, Beirut explosion. And for, for people who, who might not know, that was, that was the explosion at the, at the port in August, I believe. One uh, of the most important ports because Lebanon yeah. has always been the, yeah. uh, the liaison, the go-between. Uh, the Far East yes. and Europe. So. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm working on a book about the history of light for the artist. I follow the the rise, the ascension of of music and literature and art and and architecture through history. That's a Ale- book I'm Alexand- Alexander the Great actually marched through uh, through what's what's now Lebanon. My great grandfather was uh, the Greek ambassador to Lebanon, so I have Greek roots wow. as well. Um, I wanted to go back very quickly just to just to wrap this this yeah. little piece up. Before we we get to the new album, na na na. Oh my god! <laughs> great rock and roll tune that reminds me a little bit of Oriental Breakthrough. Really, structurally, and there feels like there's there's a synergy there. And and I know I know ultimately the connection is you and Mario. <sighs> Funny you said that because Na 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 came out in two minutes. Uh-huh. 
Really? I was standing at the at the door of the studio, the home studio. Yeah. And he was playing the riff, and I go and I went na na na. I just started singing, and then I started wow. uh, singing the verse. It just came out, and I was literally stepping out of the studio, and it just came out, and uh, the verse. And then I, I just hummed the chorus and I said, well, let's keep it that way. Uh, and uh, then I went to the gym and I finished the, the second and the third verse in literally half an hour. And, and I call it the dirty song, the naughty <laughs> song. We, now I'll let you guess which one in the new album is the naughty song. <laughs> Did you notice which one is the naughty song? It's, it's not I want. It is. Is it? Is it? The, uh, Did you just find another naughty song? I didn't know. No, it. no, but there's a lot of sexuality and sensuality in the power and passion of, of I Want, which I'm not surprised that that's the first single off of, off of the album. Well, uh, that's Escape's Choice, too. Uh, he loved that song. And that was the first song that was written for Starlight. It just slams right into it. It's it's a, yeah. it's a it's a great great song, but I wanted so I, I was going to ask you this later, but but since uh, since you 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 just brought it up about uh, about na 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 and how and how the lyrics came to you or how the refrain came to you, I guess I just had this conversation. Did you see Peter Jackson's Get Back about the documentary about the Beatles? Unfortunately, not. But okay. it's on my list. I have to watch that documentary. Shame on me. And, and there will be a quiz uh, later after you watch it. I'm kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm kidding. But I had I had a great conversation about that with <clears throat> Steve March Torme, Mel Torme's son. He brought up the improvisational sort of the 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 watching the sausage being made as as they're improvising and la 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 through through lyrics before before they actually completed the lyrics. So that was his take as a musician. My take as as a music lover was that's kind of a betrayal for a lot of us who like to think or believe or romanticize that lyrics are being written just for us. For, for a moment in our lives, a heartbreak, that first love, that first kiss, what, what, whatever, whatever it may be, uh, it, it signifies a moment, whether it's, it's, a, it's a moment in which we're hoping for salvation from a song or commiseration, or I, I'd love to know, because improv is such, 
is such an important part of songwriting, especially well, especially I'm, contemporary songwriting. You you know where I'm going with this. I'd love to know how you guys build build a song and and how improv fits or doesn't fit into that for any song. Yeah. Well, um, as a blues singer, I love the improv. Mm-hmm. Always uh, being put on the spot to come up on stage with musicians I've never played with and just to jam on blues and I just come up with a theme and I start singing. And I'll tell you um, one time, I know it doesn't involve now uh, what you've asked between me and Mario, but I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you the story anyway. I don't know if you know Otis Grant, a blues player. Yeah. Well, he's he resides in 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 in, in London, and mm-hmm. he's BB King's protege. So Otis is a friend of mine, and Otis studied in, in the American University of Beirut, and he traveled the world, and he has some Lebanese roots in him. And uh, so he's a personal friend of a blues guitarist who plays at my cousin's pub, one of the oldest pub not only in Lebanon in the region. Mm-hmm. So he, my cousin, told him, my 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 cousin sings. I would like her to sing something with you. And he says, okay, what's her name? He says, her name is Tanya. I said, okay, I'll call her later on stage. And he was on stage and he goes, oh, we have a, apparently we have a great singer amongst us. I'm, I'm going to call her up to the stage. And he called me and I was like, what? Wow. Okay. And um, we exchanged a few words before coming up on stage. And then he said, okay, we're going to play something. You're going to improvise something on Shake That Booty. So <laughs> I started singing. And he goes like, and we ended the song and said, oh my God, I asked her to sing about shaking that booty. She, effing, sorry, wrote a song. (laughs) (laughs) It's just to answer you that I love improvisation. Yes, we do share that uh, sometimes Mario and I, but it does bring a lot of tension because we have so many ideas and, and sometimes you just do Record it, record it quickly. I'm going to forget it. No, don't interrupt me. No, I, I need to say something. No, I need to, you know how it goes. So sometimes it puts a lot of tension. It's not always a good thing, but somehow we manage and we make magic at the end of the day. I, I was going to say, out of all of that chaos, craziness, emotion, you, you come out with, with a stunning album, which there, there isn't a bad song on this album, Starlight. By by the way, B.B. King's daughter, Shirley King, uh, who put out a really terrific album, Blues for a King, is uh, is a dear, dear friend of the show. I'd love to hear that album. It's a great, great album. She does. uh, She does a stunning rendition of Gallows Pole, which is far, far and away my favorite, my favorite version of that song. I'm so looking forward to listening to her. Because through Otis, I went through the blues repertoire because I'm more of a blues rock repertoire. So I really found he he pushed me into that style. And he he was always uh, supportive of me in that sense. And he said, and so I fell in love more and more. I'm very attached to this genre and I would love to see what she what she did. Blues is international. It is. It is. Just Uh, like rock is international. We've we've heard rock from yeah, I mean, the first yeah. album ever, Rock in Lebanon. We love rock. rock Andy is Watts. part of our culture. People don't know that. It is, it is. And, and why do we identify with blues? I just want to, just a, a small uh, bracket here, mm-hmm. because we are, because of the Middle Eastern music, Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the emotion. 
yeah. in the Middle Eastern yeah. music. Yeah. It's very similar to blues. Yeah. Yeah. You know the lamentation? Yes, absolutely. So this is where we 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 draw from it and the quarterly notes. Mm-hmm. And this is why I love to mix, and I'm I'm never gonna say that I am the uh, blues artist, no, uh-huh. but um, I'm, I give it a different transition. Yeah, Let's yeah. Put it this way. So I have a, the greatest respect. It's like you, you're a writer, your mm-hmm. research, mm-hmm. you're a radio presenter, you're a media person, your research. You mm-hmm. take time to know about the person you're talking to. Without you guys, we're nothing. Without the fans and without the media people and the photographers and, and, and the website, everything, everything that has to do with media. And I'm a film producer, yeah. so I have the greatest respect for you guys. Well, honestly, um, it has to be it has to be a feedback loop, right? You you, you guys create the content, but but where you, where would we be without without you? And where would we be without Vice you? Because yes. you make us yeah. or break us. Commercially, I think I think there's always there's always the starting point with the artist, in which it's sort of that that Kevin Costner. If if you build it, they will come. Somebody is going to find the artist. Somebody is going to find you in a mass market economy that we have now, a global mass mar- market co- economy. We make it easier to find you more people can find you but i think especially with the will to find it's the will to research yeah but but especially with with a band the quality and caliber of epic thank you i'm I'm humbled i people will find you before we get off the off the blues thing and and uh, and wrap up here on uh, on on the new album Starlight, Andy Watts, the guitar slinger from from Israel, is also a great friend. He's also a fan of the show, and I know he's listening. So a shout out to Andy Watts. So um, shout out to um, all our friends in the uh, yes. In the region. Um, yes, I yes. just hope that one day. <laughs> We get to play music together and and just end whatever is going on in that region. That's all I have to say. For, that I moment. could I could see you on an Andy Watts album. I'm just saying, just saying. I'm I would I would be very proud, uh, very proud. They might hate our Phoenician Queen, Jezebel, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> but. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? You know what? If if somebody caps an attitude about the Phoenician connection, you you fall back on the Greek connection or the Lebanese connection, or you know you've 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 got you've got a spectrum of great heritage that you can that you can wield to yeah you know to get I, by. I just I I wouldn't go into into politics. I I do yeah. come from a political family, mind you. Um, uh-huh. I've, I've seen a lot and. Um, yeah lived through war and um, escaped death so many times. And my father was kidnapped for whatever role he played back in the day. So I I, I know so much. I just... You are... Just, Lebanon was the super highway from which, from which humanity left Africa and and oh spread God. out through the rest of the rest of the planet uh, i i know you, i'm so mesmerized by your culture now i just give me just two <laughs> seconds now i've been listening to you throughout the show uh-huh. i i I'm, I'm i'm apologize from your listeners but i need to give you a compliment here the things you said and the culture that you have and the the your research but well that comes from from your side of uh, of um, the writer in you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've seen that you wrote books, and I'm yeah. I'm just hoping that 
I want to get my hands on your books. <laughs> I'm really so impressed with what you know and the culture that you have, and especially from that region on, on all levels. So I thank you for, for, um, for bringing that up and for tackling this. That's, that's very kind of you. You know, it, it, I think it comes from, uh, I, I benefited from, from a working class very working class, even even poor uh, working class family. My dad was 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 a, an aluminum worker, I, and I always tell this story. Uh, and this was really foundational for me as a person. I was I was six years old in 1968 when Martin Luther King Jr. gave the "I Have a Dream" speech, and and today that would have been carried live on on CNN and every other network. But back then, you had to wait until the 5.30 news. And my dad would come home in his blue work uniform, dusty and dirty and sweaty, and, and sit down with a mason jar of, uh, uh, of ice water. And, and I remember him leaning back in his chair and saying, there's a great man. And before he, before he passed That's away- That's what my father taught me too. Yes. And I wrote, I wrote a memoir. My, my wife is from Sarajevo. We met during the siege. Wow. I went there as a witness uh, for, for artists, but, but as, as a witness. And one of the things that I quickly came to was, was the absolute mix of, of the people there. And, that, and, and I, I, took, I took the history to an extreme going back thousands of years to the, to the Celtic incursions and, and the Illyrians, oh. the Proto-Illyrians and the Phrygians and, and all the, so all oh of this. Oh my God, you know all about that. I, I, know, I know all about that. I, I, I'm writing about it in, in, in the new book. When, when people would want to talk about one ethnic group or another ethnic group, I was able to understand that in context and take it for, for their ignorance, because I knew that at the base, the real religion of those people was the land. And, and it was the land that they shared and grew up on and bled on and toiled on and that their DNA sprang from over hundreds and hundreds of generations and many thousands of years. It, it, it always is. So, but, but thank you. Thank you for, for your compliment, but we're here to talk about, about Starlight. I've got, I've got four different religions in my family by, by marriage. Uh, and, and I, I, I put it this way, uh, more holidays, better arguments. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, yeah, and we, we spend time with every yeah. holiday. In, in Lebanon, we celebrate Ramadan and Christmas at the same time. And we do yes. say yes. to every person, we celebrate their holidays. They celebrate our holidays. We have Christmas trees mm -hmm. in their homes. Mm -hmm. We celebrate uh, Ramadan dinners. And it's all about diversity. And I just wish we just... And I think this this also relates directly to, to what you're speaking about in, in Lebanon, is there were only 3% of the people that engaged actually in the war in Bosnia. And that number is consistent through every war. If you, even if you look at, at the Second World War, especially in Europe, it was, it was only between 11 and 15% of people who are actually engaged in the war. How many of those people were conscripts or draftees or, or what have you? But until, until that 97% realizes their power, 
over that that minuscule number of antagonists. Yes, um, we'll we'll be stuck in in this sort of folly. But I I think a day is coming when all of the good people. I was an American. I traveled. I, I traveled through Serbia when when my country was threatening to bomb Serbs. But I traveled as an artist. That allowed me to go places that journalists were not allowed. Not to go. allowed to go, especially American ones. Yes. Yeah. We had that that problem in our land back in Indeed. the eighties too. Indeed. Yeah. But I should have. I should have never been allowed to get as far as I got as an American. But the arts were my passport. It was also my bona fides for people that anchored them or endeared them to me and my cause. Uh, and and my description that I wanted to to render everybody in in the uh, in the conflict as fa- as fairly as I could, w- which wouldn't prevent me from making judgments, but at least I would come to them honestly. I think it was um, it, it it was dangerous for you to do so. It was extraordinarily dangerous. I was pulled off buses at gunpoint in places where thousands I, of people were disappeared. I wouldn't have advised it had I known yes. back then. <laughs> I know a thing or two about that. <laughs> <laughs> there was always there was always somebody good there to to intervene or to protect me or to guide me or to shepherd me because that's who we are as people on this planet. We're overwhelmingly decent and good and caring about our neighbors and friends and people and people that we, we, we come in contact with who we don't know, but we want, we want to give them ultimate respect and the benefit of the doubt. We just want to live together and and harmony. Speaking of harmony. Speaking of harmony, even Epic's ballads are blistering. And I'm thinking of, of crazy. I would love the, the, a, a quick story about, uh, about how that song came together. I didn't want to put it on the album. <laughs> really? It's a great I, song. Uh, it's, 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 we wrote that so, such a long time ago. I said, so? <laughs> you know, so? Yeah, yeah. That, that, we wrote that song. We wrote... Crazy, can't get over you, my way or the highway in Canada, 20 years ago. I said, I want, I want to uh, revisit those songs. He said, what? No, 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 no. We're going to do everything new. I said, no, I, I, these songs, they, they're worthy. And he, he rearranged and he gave them uh, the power uh, they, they deserved. Um, crazy. I have to remember. <laughs> 20, 
I might have been probably upset about something. <laughs> when that came out, you know, I just want to, you're making me crazy, you know. It said that it's the split emotion, love you, hate you, God damn you, you're making me crazy. It's that back and forth. It's, I know it's just, it was a killer. The song that caught me right away was Face the Storm. I thought, I thought it had just such a great hook to it. Why uh, I want uh, the first single and, and maybe not face the storm. It's just yeah, to, yeah. to uh, first impact of that is a real heavy okay. melodic rock uh, band okay. more than anything. And because we were a uh, uh, last album, somebody said we had too many ballads, although they were, uh, we had like four, well, two mm-hmm. acoustics and two power ballads. Mm-hmm, and in mm-hmm. it, 10 song album, maybe it was a bit too much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we just wanted to, to show, um, we thought we were doing a good thing, showing that we were more radio friendly. And I, I, I talked to Mario about this and he said, we, I said, I don't give a shit about being radio friendly per se. We are melodic no matter what we do. So I want people to know that we are a heavy rock band. And I want people to know that I have a, a, a powerful voice and i do sing yeah. rock and heavy metal songs mm-hmm. so now it, it i i need to show that as a as a female fronted band you want to ask me about face the storm or just about the opener do i go there or do i don't oh go go I'd, I'd love to know the backstory behind face the storm also written when we first met uh-huh. this song is probably 28 years old in the night when the rain is falling Tears run like a river In the night when the thunder's rolling And my heart beats out Why didn't it make it on like like Phoenix? Because we just didn't think about it. And, okay, okay. Uh, uh, even stars, yeah. we started it in uh, during like a Phoenix, and we didn't know how to finish it. That song okay. just stuck. Uh-huh. We were stuck, you know. And says it, drop it. We don't have time. And yeah, then yeah. I worked on it here in 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 Montreal. I just put my head into it to finish up. Mario had the hook yeah. in the chorus. I said I have to change the verse. Or else we're never going to finish that song. So there are songs where you you get uh, a stock you want more from. Mm -hmm. And then he gave it that heavy metal, you know, riff that came this time. But Face the Storm, when he he wrote the first, well, he started the intro and wrote the first verse. He had in mind that I would sing it with with another uh, male singer, a friend of ours. And then we just dropped it. And then we were just jamming on it. And I started thinking of, what this song does to me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I only had this intro uh, and a few, uh, a couple of sentences, and uh, and then the 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 words faced a storm because um, and hence why the gap because I went uh, uh, through a medical scare. Well, it was my fault. I almost died in wow. 2017, which is a few months, uh, less than a year after the release of the first album. Yeah. Well, a year and some. Mm-hmm. So hence why we had to, uh, besides life and besides uh, the traveling and the mm-hmm. and the, my drummer's life and our personal lives and everything that was going on. So it, the words faced the storm came and then the second verse just came out. It really came out. It, it's my personal endurance, actually. It, this is my baby. Okay. Okay. It's, it, it talks about my personal. Um, I made it personal. But again, it, it is dedicated, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. To anyone that faces the storm, we all do. At, at any given time, I'm, I'm working on a couple of different books, novels, and, and what have you. I'll set aside a novel uh, and come back to it a month, six months, a year, even a couple of years later, because I feel like I need to mature into, into that full yeah. realization yeah. of it, that it's, it's somewhere in the back of, of our mind or in, in the ether, but it's just not formed. And we, we have to, we have to get to a point in which we can, in which we can pluck it. You, you have to step back like a painter. Yeah. yeah. He's painting something. Thing, and then he steps back and comes back to his painting. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. he paints something, uh, uh, a view mm-hmm. or a person, mm-hmm. because he was messed with that this person was amused or the view really captured his soul. And mm-hmm. he just mm-hmm. finishes it on the spot. But sometimes he has something else that he started it, but he needs to get back. And mm-hmm. same, same like the writer's block. He had started a great idea, a great story, but he probably feels that there are mixed emotions about the ending or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, You know, so same, same for songwriters, same for every kind of art. Your storytellers. Everything. And I've, I've went through this also as a, as a film producer. So um, Mm -hmm. we're, we're all, we're all telling stories. Um, So. I'm not giving this album away to anybody, uh, but I'm going to be playing, you know, a minute or a minute and a half of, of each song to give people uh, really a great flavor of, of Starlight. I wanted to ask about Hold On. It's this uplifting, inspirational powerhouse song. It feels like it was written in part for Lebanon. That know? was, um, that's Mario's baby. Uh, I had started uh-huh. some kind of lyrics and he said, no, 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 I don't want that. I said, but I'm talking about the revolution here. I'm, uh, I'm. Uh, it's still, we're still in the same context. And she said, I told him, let me finish, you know. And we stepped back from it. I think a year. Yeah. He wouldn't let me tackle the first lyrics, and uh, he said, this song is my baby. Uh-huh. I said, okay. Invincible was my baby. Carry on is Suhail's baby. This mm-hmm. is your baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> And then the yes, if you notice that the verse, did you ever think I'm I'm speaking to the leaders, I'm speaking mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the people, I'm spe- speaking about the corruption and with anger. Yeah. I just changed the melody completely and changed the lyrics, and it was just I'm I'm fighting. This is my way of fighting the corruption and whatever is meant. I'm not going to go into politics to, mm-hmm, to be done mm-hmm. in this country. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Mario 
went into the chorus and was pulled on. because you mentioned Invincible, but I'm going to throw you a little curveball here uh, and talk about influences of the band, particularly uh, your uh, your drummer, so so heal. The drumming, the opening drumming on Invincible has this spirit of the radio um, energy Rush. to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he loves and, Rush. And we just lost, we just lost Neil Peart this last year. Yes, I year. know. I remember um, yeah yeah um so so there there is a there is a little uh a little homage to uh, uh to rush to rush in that in that song and that's a great compliment for and he definitely deserves it you know he always said that his sound uh, well he loves rush we all love rush yeah uh he he loves uh van halen Mario's hero, he loves many guitar players. I'm not going to go into that. He at some point, yeah, Steve yeah. I, um, Joe Satriani, but Eddie oh, Van Halen yeah. is his guy. And Alex Van Halen is Suhail's guy. I can hear a lot of Satriani in, uh, in, his, in his work. He has the greatest respect um, for uh, Steve Vai yeah. and Eddie Van Halen. And, mm-hmm. um, but uh, Suhail's, uh, he always wanted the sound of Van Halen. Okay. And um, without being without being in eighties, but the powerhouse. powerhouse. Yeah, that that. But the that, drumming in itself here, absolutely rush, and that's a huge compliment. Yeah. No, it's it's I great. Mean, rush is all about Neil. It's rush is it, drumming is is the core. I've got just two quick final questions here. The one is the official language of Quebec is French, but you you grew up learning French. You complete the album with the song Mais Louis. Mais Louis. Um yeah. It, the song is a beautiful odd man out because of the language choice. Talk about the decision to to record that song in French. Also a very old song, well maybe 20 years. This song was a gift from a, a media mogul, one of the, the pioneers of television and media and advertising in Lebanon and the Middle East. Mm-hmm. A very respected and respectable man, gentleman, Jean-Claude. He wrote that song for us and he dedicated it to me. He said, I, 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 wanna, I wanna write this song for you. And the song, it's my, my biggest mistake is that I didn't translate the words, I don't know why. I didn't think of that for people to identify at least. Melui speaks about this woman who's had many lovers or many boyfriends or who's always looking for love, who's had her heart broken. I've, I've lived through that as a woman, you know? And I said, oh my God, it's it speaks to me. And, and 
it's so true because at some point a woman is looking for that other validation, not only the, the physical aspect. And especially as an artist, as a passionate and emotional artist, I'm a look, this wild woman, this rocker, this I am a strong woman, but I'm a very vulnerable, sensitive, sensible woman that, that is emotional in a not in a very not a dramatic way, but who senses her emotions, who who um, who displays her emotions. I do that through singing mostly. We may look fat, we are that strong, and, but we always want that other validation. validation as a woman you know and so he goes into the chorus after talking about um, what this woman went through while dedicating the song to me male we but he he makes love with to me or to her like a guitarist plays and strums his string <laughs> it's a it's a really beautiful it's it's l'amour amour it ends with love till death and this guy and his wife they had a tremendous beautiful love story when he passed his wife couldn't live on she passed right after him so more, more uh, love stories uh yeah, that's so it's it's an homage uh indeed indeed so, so i hope i answered your question and i just perfectly. wanted to add that my other son played on invincible i have to give credit for my kids we're gonna actually end <laughs> um we're gonna end this this episode with uh, with invincible I, I wanted to ask you one one final question we have to spend a moment at least on modern music marketing <sighs> most young music listeners are are much less album focused as they are plucking their favorite individual tracks out for their personal playlists for that reason we see more singles released than albums i would love you tanya Rascala to make the case for albums. Oh, huh. you've come to the right person. I've always talked about this. See, nobody knows that my kids are included in the album. That breaks my heart because I want everybody to know that my daughter played on Can't Get Over You. My son played on Invincible, although he's a bass player, but we had Chris Child, so he mm -hmm. played acoustic on Invincible, and mm -hmm. Makai plays the solo in, in the lead solo in Starlight. There's nothing... It's, I'm, I'm going to throw it back at you. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to read a digital book. Yeah. I want to flip pages. Yeah. I want to hold the book in my hands. Yeah. I want to feel the author. I want to see his picture. Yeah. On the book, and I want to see. Uh, I want to read his biography. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to hold and look at the, the 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 writer's face and expressions because he poured his heart into that book. And I'll go you one. I'll go you one better. Picking out picking out one song out of an album is sort of like picking out one chapter out of a book and then throwing the rest of the book away. It's true. And how can you understand what this book is all about? Yeah. So this album, like I said, is dedicated to humanity during the pandemic because it it came it came along it came together during lockdown. So it is dedicated to every person even outside of the pandemic outside of revolution outside of war outside of explosions mm-hmm. outside of anything any person with mm-hmm. any hardship any uh, struggle uh, having a disease mm-hmm. uh, living by themselves uh, living paycheck to paycheck anything anything so i want you to hear everything i have to say mm-hmm. about hardships and positivity and yeah. and it will help you because it helped me so I want you to listen to it in its entirety so you'd understand what kind of message and advice I have humbly mm-hmm. from what mm-hmm. I went through. You are you are gold. You are absolute gold. Uh, Thank for, you. Yeah, no, this was... Well, the- my nickname is, my diving nickname is Radio. There you go. And I'm accused go. that I talk a lot, but <laughs> not, not about my personal stuff. I just love to talk when it's when it makes sense, not not just to talk. The only thing I want to say is, please don't wait five years to put out another epic album. Oh, Tanya Rascala is far so more much. than simply the lead vocalist for Epic. Visit escape-music.com and visit on Facebook at Epic Music Band. Thank you, thank you so much. This was this was wonderful. That, this is a thank pleasure. Thank you, Bill. The, it, it, uh, likewise, I'm I'm so impressed, and again so mesmerized by your culture and uh, the way you do interviews. And I'm um, very humbled with every tiny detail that you looked for in, in my past career. And I thank you. I'd like to thank my guest, Tanya Rizkala. A link to Epic's latest album, Starlight, is in the notes below. Please subscribe to Playtime with W.C. Turk, an honest grassroots exploration of the arts and artists with guests from across the spectrum and around the world. Until next time, I'm your host, author, artist, and playwright, W.C. Turk. Zero.